On today's edition of Storytelling 2.0, I am going to talk about After the Summit. Welcome back to Storytelling 2.0, where we discuss the art of attention in an age of distraction. Listen in as Peter Lynch shares the secrets to build your brand, grow your influence, and become a master speaker, one story at a time. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for jumping on again. Well, I grew up in Washington State in a tiny town called Rainier. Basically, we lived in the shadows of Mount Rainier. Uh, For those who have never seen it before, it is a spectacular mountain. It's a 14,000-foot summit. Now, I live in Colorado now, and we're surrounded by 14,000-foot summits in the Rocky Mountains. I I believe we have 53, uh, 14ers, as they call them, in Colorado. But the big difference is in Washington State, Mount Rainier grew to 14,000 feet from sea level, whereas the Rocky Mountains, they start at a mile high, as you know. Denver is the mile high city. And Mount Rainier was just such a a beautiful, amazing backdrop. And, uh, you know, I spent time going up to the mountain, uh, and I had lots of friends who were climbers, and they climbed the mountain. And I remember seeing some amazing pictures of the summits. And the summit is amazing. You know, that's where people capture their picture. When people climb Mount Everest or Mount McKinley or wherever it is, they are taking a picture of themselves at the summit. But there was an amazing uh, research study that British Medical Journal did, and they found that uh, that 15% of the deaths from uh, base camp, only 15% were on the ascent, that the lion's share of deaths were either a pre-summit or post-summit descent. So people who didn't quite make it or people who made it to the summit, but they were coming down. Most of the deaths occurred on the come down. And, and I was thinking about it and thinking about, well, why is this? And, and I really, th- I, I think it's because people have then taken their eye off of the prize. So the prize is the summit. And they either made it to the summit or they didn't. But either way, They took their eyes off of that prize. And when they did, all of a sudden, their focus was gone, and they might have made one small mistake, and that led to something really tragic. Well, there's a lot of similarity in a much much smaller way, but there's a lot of similarity in storytelling. You know, a lot of times when we think of the summit of being a great storyteller, you think of that climax. You think of that high point of your story where you make people laugh or you make people go, wow, or I never thought of that before. You think of something like that. That's the high point. That's the summit of your story. But that is not what makes the entire journey complete. There are two really important steps after the climax in the storytelling arc. And those are the falling action and the resolution. And if you want to be an amazing storyteller, a storyteller that really connects the dots for people, then you have to be somebody who, even if you, in your storytelling, make it to the summit and you get people to laugh or think, that you don't stop there. You don't take your focus off because you're not done yet. You still have this descent to complete. And that actually is the most important part. It's that part where you want people to remember something, to be inspired to do something, and ultimately 
inspired to change. Because storytelling just for the sake of a laugh or just for the sake of making somebody go, wow, that's cool. I mean, that's well and good, but that's not the purpose of being a great storyteller. Being a great storyteller is about moving people to action. It's about getting people to get out of their own way and do something different. You know, why do we leverage the, 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 the impact of storytelling? You know, that people are 22 times more likely to remember a fact when it's wrapped in a story. Why do we do that if not to get them to change? That's the ultimate goal. And so you want to be an amazing storyteller? Well, you have to keep your eye on the prize on the descent. Because again, that's where most failure takes place. And it's those falling actions, and it's those resolutions. So when I told the story about my son playing soccer in my TED Talk, it's a great story because at the climax, I say something and everybody laughs because I tell people how my son scored the first goal of his first game as a player and my first game as a coach for the other team. It's a great moment. It's a great climax. It's a great summit. You know, I I would take a picture of that moment if I could, because the audience typically is laughing, but the journey's not over because there's something really important I want them to take away. And so in the falling action and the resolution, what I do is I walk people through those two points. I say, I had missed something as a coach. There was something I should have asked my players that I didn't. What is that question? That question is which way are we going? And I share that if you score goals but in the wrong goal, that you're not winning. And then I challenge people on the resolution to say, "Have does your team know which direction you're going? Now that's how you not only make it to the summit and take that picture and have a great moment and have a climax in a storytelling arc, but then you, you keep your focus as you descend and as you come down from that climax and you, you challenge people to change. That's the difference between being a good storyteller and a great storyteller. So the challenge for you today is this. When you're telling stories, whether it's on social media or in a podcast or um, from a stage or in a virtual training, Wherever it is, if you're telling a story, challenge yourself to say, when I get to the summit, am I still focused on the descent? Am I still giving people that falling action and a resolution? And if you do that, you will go from being a good storyteller to a great one.